Level up your hunting game and join the cause. Help preserve small town Texas hunting culture and become a more successful hunter by learning the best ways to squeeze the most out of your budget and precious time out in the field. Welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Here are your resident bandits, Richard Kinchlow and Jimmy Byrne. Yeah, so it's been 15 years now. Of deer hunting, right? <laughs> God, <laughs> wow! You know, it's funny when I hung him up, hung it up. Uh, Jeff yeah. goes, "Who's that guy?" And he wasn't pointing at you. <laughs> 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 like, I go, "That's Who great." Do you think that is? He's like, "I don't know. I have no idea." <laughs> I was like, "That's me." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. That's not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Funny. I went probably fifty pounds lighter, and I didn't have any facial hair. So it's... right, right, right. God, that's so funny. Well, it's been fifteen great years, no doubt about it. But yeah. I think this is a what we were just talking about is about, yep. you know not a bad segue into our next uh, or to the to the episode we want to record now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so welcome, folks, to the next episode of the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here. Joined by uh, the corn bandit himself. Yes, Ricardo. sir. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Welcome back. Welcome to 2022. Yeah, good to uh, good to good to be back. That's there's there's no doubt about it. So, yep, it's January. It's yes, uh, it is. I guess for most places, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not most. It probably is most places. Uh, deer hunting's <laughs> over. You know, all the other people, lucky folks with MLD land and yep. stuff, can still shoot. Uh, yeah but, you know. uh yeah god i i know a lot of antlers are already falling off in some states yeah. uh but you know those are the states also that you know they you know they start hitting the rut in like you know late october and all that kind of stuff so yeah um i wonder yeah, what I guess percentage of i wonder what percentage of land you know uh, hunting or ranches and hunting mm-hmm. land in texas is mld versus not i'm sure they have obviously since you're with the state they know how many acres they do oh yeah curious to know what that total acreage is versus the overall acreage you know you know it's a really it's a it's a really good question i I bet you you could go on to the you know tpnw backslash mldp backslash we want to join this program so we can kill a bunch of deer all the time (laughs) backslash yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just interesting just popped in my head, you know. Otherwise, I might have researched it ahead of time, but uh, no, of course, of course. No, well, but of course, that, we that's don't how, really that's how we do to. things here. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do things here. We're just kind of by the seat of our trousers. Oh, yeah, uh, great from the hip, by the way. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Well, yeah, let's nope. talk about uh, boy, boy, let's talk about a big old stinky fudge dragon of a year. Uh, as far as the fall 2021 hunting season was, at least on the Bandito, um, it man, it, it was it was kind of rough. It was kind of rough. Uh, but of course, you know, I say this, I, I I preface this by saying, you know, we're talking about this because it's kind of an educational thing, and you know, kind of getting my thoughts about it because I have had a lot of you know interesting, you know, okay, so why did this exactly happen, you know, and. Some of the stuff I, I can understand, okay, well, this was, it happened because of this, but there's some stuff I, I just don't understand. You know, why weren't the ducks here when I, when I thought they were going to be there, you know? 
uh, th- things of that nature. So, but again, you know, it, but again, a time, a bad time in the field, quote unquote, uh, is a lot better than a great day here in this, in this concrete jungle that we live in. So mm-hmm. uh, please don't feel that what I'm about to say is because I'm just an ungrateful snob. I am. I really well, am when it comes to dove hunting and everybody knows this. And I freely admit I've got a problem and I, I want to shoot those little bastards and I can't do it all the time because they fly my way and they're not in the area, but that's, that's another story. Well, and don't forget, <clears throat> I escaped from the concrete jungle. Yes, you did. So you can't say we, <laughs> we true. as in you and I, at least. That's true. No, I was saying we as in French. Dude. I like no, the royal we. Yeah, you know I I, I I say the French. So yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can well, always I, you get know, out of the let's... concrete jungle yourself. Yeah, well, that is not going to work that way. <laughs> Got to get the girls to college, and then I mean, once the girls go to college, I may drop the English language altogether. <laughs> I don't know. We will definitely uh, definitely see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I expect it actually. Oh, absolutely. And you just have to kind of guess what I'm saying. So, yes. All right. Well, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. We're going to start with the ducks because honestly, they're the, they're the most recent species would piss me off. Um, God, you, you know, going back to summer 2021, I mean, it was wet. I mean, it was so freaking wet. I mean, I'm around the 4th of July, the 4th of July. We got a foot and a half of rain, something of that nature unprecedented mm-hmm. unprecedented uh you know and then going into july got some you know or excuse me into august we got some great rain i mean it was just wet 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 so i think we talked about actually on this thing that you know heading into august we're like well crap you know this is hey it's it's the double-edged sword you know you you know having all the rain is great but if you're a tank hunter for dove like we are it's a big problem but i i probably made a comment that okay, hey, this isn't too bad because of the ducks. You know, the ducks are big into, excuse me, the ducks are obviously have to have water. So the more tanks we got that are full, or at least halfway full, the better my duck hunting is going to be. Wrong. (laughs) Um, Man, oh, man, oh, man. So, you know, starting in about October is really when we got our, our last piece of rain. Okay, but that was okay, right? Because, you know, the, the, the tanks were okay. Uh, they well, I weren't okay. They were great. They were very, very full. Um, fast forward to now, you know, uh, mid-January, kind of latest January, it hasn't rained. We've had one measurable event of rain since October, okay? That is how crazy the rain has been. So, of course, a lot of these tanks are drying up, uh, which is not helping the fact that the ducks just did not come this year. Uh, I mean, they they came, right? They, they definitely came. And, and, but um you, you know did i hunt any less this year compared to last year yeah yeah maybe maybe a couple of mornings right but i just did not i average i i'll average 30 ducks a season this year i got 18 uh, i believe it was 18 and, and let me tell you that was me hunting a lot and that was me sitting there a hell of a lot longer than i normally do and that was me just kind of sitting there frustrated going god what is going on uh, and, and a couple of things I, I will contribute it to. First of all, uh, y- you know, we didn't, we, we obviously, we had a couple of big Arctic blasts, uh, which, you know, we've, we've all felt, uh, you know, and I, I played those pretty damn well, in my opinion. I mean, there, there were several times 
where I was there several days before I was there one day before the Arctic blast hit, I was there after, uh, and, and, and the birds just weren't there. I, I don't know if because of the Arctic front, they just kept going. They said, oh, hell no, we ain't stopping there. 20 degrees down there. We're just kept going. Um, or exactly what it was, because I, I mentioned the whole point about the water level being so low, you know, and then not only in my county, but in really almost all of Texas, a lot of tanks dried up. So if you had water, it really should be holding birds, holding ducks. In a normal year, that's what you would get. Uh, but again, you know, we, we have these Arctic fronts and they just passed us up. Or they just weren't there. So just very, very bizarre, very, very weird. Uh, you know, the other thing I, I will make a comment about is the Delta waterfowl, who I who I follow, they're very similar to a Ducks Unlimited. Um, they had made the comment that, you know, the prairie pothole region, which is like Saskatchewan, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, places like that were very dry. OK, very, very dry. So the nesting habitat for for ducks uh, was horrible, absolutely horrible. So they didn't have a very great hatch. And there were actually some rumors about them cutting down on the limits, uh, going from six birds, maybe back down to four um, because of all this. But but they said that because of this poor hatch, you're not going to have a lot of juveniles. You're going to have a lot of uh, adult birds that are going to be coming down um, that, that, that are a little gun shy. Now, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, a freaking duck. OK. And I just made the damn trip from Canada. Am I really, am I really going to remember everything that happened last year? Or am I just going to remember the fact that I almost got hit by a, you know, an M80, you know, <laughs> in route to into Texas or to Mexico? I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trashing ducks. I know they're very, very intelligent you know, animals. They really are. But I just don't know how, how trained they get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I, I have to interview. Or you mean their long-term memory? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but, but this problem really just kind of plagued me the entire year. Uh, I mean, to include uh, this past Saturday when, you, you know, this past Saturday, if you were in Texas, when the wind was blowing, uh, was gusting to like 60. Uh, it was so bad that my duck blind were kept blowing onto me. And, 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 and the ducks that I, that, you know, I was trying to decoy I me, mean, they just they're like, dude, we, we can't even land here. It was so damn windy. They had to land out in the middle of the tank and then let the wind blow them to where they wanted to go. I've never had that happen. Hmm. You know, it's like the entire season. I, I pray for wind and all of a sudden I get a, a mini tornado. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was terrible. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, I, I don't, I think other places were saying that, you know, the ducks weren't as good. I haven't really heard much from the coast either. You know, the coast had a really big lack of redhead issues, which redheads are, are big on the coast. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, holy God, I completely forgot about this Rancho Bandito. Okay. Rancho Bandito typically by late November, say around Thanksgiving, we do have a pretty healthy migration of diver ducks. Okay. So in particular, redheads, ringnecks, canvasbacks, I kid you not, I kid you not, I maybe saw two or three groups of said species uh, this entire year. And that includes when I was just down there. When I was just down there this past weekend, it was all puddle ducks, gabwalls, widgeons, uh, mallards, teal, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't know where all the divers went. 
And it is unbelievable. And now that I think about it, you know, that really comprises some of my bag limit, you know, no offense to the ring necks, but they're pretty ring stupid. Uh, and they will decoy pretty easily. They're gorgeous ducks, uh, but they'll decoy pretty damn easily. And so now I'm really thinking about it. You know, I didn't shoot a single diver this year. Um, interesting. Why didn't the diver ducks show up like they normally do? That, that's, mm-hmm. that's another question. Huh. Um, I'm not even going to touch the dove hunting because I think we've, I think we already beat that dead horse and I'll continue to beat that dead horse. Uh, one thing I will say, uh, a lesson that I did learn, I did learn, I did done learned uh, in late, no, uh, late October, I was doing a, a dove hunt at a sunflower field on Bandito that came up naturally. Okay. So it was all, I don't know, uh, probably. 10 15 acres something like that of natural sunflower and thick too very 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 thick and of course we got in there and we shredded it It looks like the top of a pie okay all that kind of stuff right and but we just again we did not have a lot of birds in there okay i I actually went there that's where i test out my new little shot cam uh camera which is a hell of a lot of fun i I will say um but didn't have the volume of birds that we should have in there and, and while I was going to retrieve a bird, I, it literally kind of hit me. And I wanted to bring it up because it's, it's, it's a real important little tip here. And it's something that I've kind of already ingrained in my memory so that if I see it happen next year, we can take care of it. You got to remember, a dove is pretty damn small, okay? All right, now they're, they're no little chickadee or anything like that, but they're still pretty small. A sunflower seed, a native sunflower seed is incredibly small okay i mean we're we're talking it's the size it's smaller than a a piece of pencil lead you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of a mechanical pencil lead okay you know how you use little pieces to break off and really piss you off oh yeah that that, that's kind of what a native sunflower seed as far as the diameter and the length kind of looks like just a small little piece of that okay now imagine trying to find that in a whole buttload of grass and a whole buttload of weeds right so even though you've got the dead sunflowers, okay, and, and, and they've shed their seeds, well, guess what? Those seeds are protected from the predator, a.k.a. the dove. Why? Because the little dove can't get his little chubby butt in there to try to retrieve the seeds because the weeds and grass are too tall. So, you know, of course, I'm sitting there, like, going onto Amazon. I'm like, a hell of a lot of Roundup. Click, you know, and they're like, <laughs> it's too late, you know? Uh-huh. So, so one of the things that, that I am going to look at doing, not me, I have our, our, um, our, our buddies at Rancho Bandito help me do is that if we get into one of the, if we get into the situation, where we've got a big sunflower field coming up, we've either got to burn it to burn off all those weeds. Okay. Which I, you know, I've, I've done the, of course, way too much research on it or actually apply some chemical to knock down those weeds. So the birds can find the sunflowers. And then don't do a pie crust cut on your field uh, unless you're going to have 10, 15 guys out there every single time, you know? Um, yeah. So that was really just kind of a, a, a wake up call for me. I mean, here I am talking to everybody, you know, like we do thinking that, you know, and then, then I've done it my whole life. So I know a little something about, but it just proves to you that you learn something new every single time. And, and this was a big one. This was a really big one. I brought my dad out there because he just, I don't, he, he was kind of having a hard time kind of understand what I was saying. He's like, Oh my God, it totally makes sense now. Totally makes sense. So that's the, oh, well, that's the dove piece of it. Well, there, now, that could be your deer, breakthrough. 
It really could be. Could be. <laughs> Now, as far as deer hunting is concerned, you did great on your yes. well, your your one trip to Bandito. Yep, yep, I did. Uh, well, the first one you helped uh, help me with, you put me on that that six point. That's right. And sure enough, he showed up. <laughs> first time I that think, I mean, dude, and, and you 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 know how when you do that, it never works that way. Right. You know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a crapshoot a lot of times, but yeah, I mean. He came in and, you know, I, from the time that I saw him to the time that he was dead was about 30 seconds, 20 Love seconds, it. maybe. Don't hesitate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you bet and got a couple other dough. So that was a, that was a successful weekend. Oh my I, God. I say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the, you know, the, the Rancho Bandido is, is kind of, kind of split up on campus and off campus. And on campus, we call it that because it's, it's high fence, okay? And it's, it, it, it's, a, it's still a, a pretty large piece of property that's high fence. But we, through the managed land deer permits of the state of Texas, we have got X amount of tags that we've got to shoot, um, you know, both on and off campus, as we, we like to put it. This year, uh, we had to shoot, this year, I think we had to shoot 20 does on campus and 10 bucks on campus okay which you know normally we'll, we'll we'll make a pretty good chunk into that but it's it's a bit of a struggle off campus it's it's something ridiculous like i uh, 75 does and 30 bucks or something of that nature okay so um it, well, I, i'll take back the negativity when it comes to say to come the, the deer hunting when it came to hunting the deer on campus. We did extremely well. And Jimmy, I hadn't even told you this, but uh, we're, we're kind of done now. And when it was all, when, when the dust and the blood cleared, we are, we only, we only lacked two bucks and two does on the head course. Wow. Nice. <laughs> which is, which is pretty damn good. Now off campus, not so much. Uh, now off campus, I think we killed like five bucks and like 10 does. <laughs> so, <laughs> It, 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 it just, it, it just didn't pan out, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I will tell you that, uh, you know, going back to kind of the whole feeding strategy and protein strategy, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. And then we weren't the only ones throughout the state. You know, a, a lot of us rely on food plots, wheat fields, things of that nature to, to attract the deer. And then you know, the ranchers, of course, do it to feed their, their stock. And uh, there was a lot of wheat fields <coughs> excuse me that were planted that never came up because they just never got any rain and, and it's it's it sucks but you know they're still out there you can go out there you can see them they're tilled up they're ready to rock and roll but they had not any rain uh so it's actually going to be very very interesting to see what happens if we can break this damn pattern that we're in and get some rain and that wheat starts to come up in the spring uh, it could be it could be something serious for dove hunting it really could be and kind of change the way people approach their areas with, with all of a sudden you've got a, a wheat crop, you know, that's come and headed out in the summer and then maybe left over in the, in, in the September, we, we will see. Um, but, you know, because of the drought, okay. And the lack of wheat coming up and the lack of natural browse, the feeder activity was pretty damn good. Um, it was in fact, it was, it was really, really good. We just, we just didn't see, uh, of course, we always had the does, and that was great. You know, we just didn't see 
a lot, uh, at least off campus, a lot of really good, you know, mature to semi-mature management deer to take. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, what, what is that? Is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? Right. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, you've got a lot of mouths to take care of, but if you're, if you're starting to see a bunch of young, really nice deer, that's kind of mission accomplished, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of one way that we've kind of been looking at the lack of, of harvesting, if you will, off campus this year is that, you know, we just had some, some really interesting, um, some really, really nice animals, uh, to include some very unique guys. Um, I got a picture of the guy in the summer that, I mean, he, he looked like a mesquite tree I mean, he had stuff coming out everywhere, you know, and it's just crazy. And of course, those guys typically, since their antlers are kind of everywhere and they're not symmetrical when they go to fighting, they lose a lot of it. And this guy, this guy looked like a, this guy looked like they had somebody has taken his rack off and thrown it in front of a truck. I mean, it was all <laughs> broke up. Um, now I'll actually send you the picture, Jimmy. He was all broke up and, uh, just, just kind of looked like hell. Um, but, but still just a, a really cool animal. Wow. Yeah. I like to see that. Maybe, yep. uh, if it's a decent picture, put it on the podcast. Oh yeah, for page. sure. No, it, it, it's, it's a really good picture. Dad, dad took it with one of his new fancy cameras, uh, which uh, is, a, it's a really cool thing. So, um, but yeah, no, the, the, and, and so now, uh, okay. So what, what I was kind of getting at were, were this again with the drought coming. Okay. in the post rut, and we had some pretty big cold snaps as far as talking about deer management is concerned and, and protein. And when you start that, you know, traditionally, if you listen to us, when we talk about this, we start our protein when January 1st, right? We're on January 1st through August 1st. And then we stop it this year, 2021 to 2022 was a little bit different. Um, we made the decision to start filling up our protein feeders in mid-December this year. And we did that because of the lack of rain, the lack of natural forage that was out there. Uh, because again, you know, remember when these bucks, they're out there running like crazy, okay, and especially the older ones, they wear themselves down. And without a lot of their natural food available to them, and don't get me wrong, it's not like they're starving, okay? But without a lot of their natural food available to them, and again, corn doesn't doesn't fit the bill. What did we start doing? We started feeding protein, and we started feeding a lot earlier. And it was actually extremely beneficial uh, because we found that you know about after a week after we filled up those feeders, um, it was amazing. Those bucks would just show up out of nowhere, and Jimmy, we literally have four or five of them just peer out of the bush. Go straight, strict, uh, go straight to the protein, you know, eat on it for 15 minutes, then go right back in the bushes, never even touch the corn. So, so that tells me that we really made the right move and uh, in, 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 in getting them going. Now, some people will ask, well, wait a minute, they're about to drop their antlers. What are you doing? Well, you know, again, that, that crew protein, it, you know, the, everything a deer ingests, remember, it goes to its body first, then it goes to his antlers. So, you know, if I'm a deer manager and I want to get big deer, you know, going and the fact that we haven't had a lot of natural forage for them, I'm going to go ahead and let's try to get their body weight back up. So when they do drop their antlers and they're starting to grow again, which are always growing, remember, they're just like fine fingernails, our fingernails don't fall off just the middle of the night. Thank God. Um, But we get their body weights going, we get them back healthy again. They've regained a lot of that weight that they lost. 
Uh, so when they do start growing their antlers, they can they can put some more of that resources to the antlers as opposed to their, you know, putting on more weight and whatnot. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, you get ahead of it, basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of the decision we made. And uh, we'll see. I'll tell you what, the other animals sure as hell loved it, too. I didn't tell you this, Jimmy, but the uh, the axis have started hitting all the feeders now. It's crazy. Nice. <laughs> So it, it, it's like literally Noah's Ark just kind of opened up. You got turkeys, you got axes and black buck. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's made for some quite entertaining sets. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's about time the axes start showing up and yep. you know, at least you can see them. Like, I mean, you can see you can see them when you're driving around, but let, yeah. at least yeah. see them while you're sitting in a blind, you know. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, I, I know we've talked about this before yeah oh god don't don't but get it's like started. a amplified kind of being down here now because yeah know, oh yeah everywhere. have you seen i mean shit, I, I sent you that picture remember i saw that one uh young access book on the side of the highway right outside have you seen any more house uh like dead on the road yeah or just period no yeah. i've seen uh, nothing uh no roadkill any other than that one but uh uh-huh. You can see them behind some high fences here, you know, uh, oh. those and other exotics and stuff. So it's lucky. Cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Only high fences we have here in Dallas are jails. <laughs> and I, I don't think yeah. I'd want to eat. I don't want to eat any of the inhabitants so, there. You don't want anything out of uh, loose stairs or anything. <laughs> that's like right. That. That's right. That's right. So. So, yeah, you know, I guess the kind of final thought, you know, leading into to 2022, you know, starting off pretty, starting off pretty rough, uh, obviously with the lack of rain, this is, I think a majority, well, I think the entire state is in a drought. Uh, some have already kind of gone from moderate to severe. I think we're still in the moderate, but that's probably not, not going to last too much longer because uh, we're really close. Like we're on the borderline. So uh, it, it just is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it, but except of course pray for rain i i will tell you um you know what actually we're going to hold that for the next episode because we're we there, there are certain things you can do that uh you know that you can take advantage of when you don't have any rain so we'll uh, maybe we can talk about that next time okay sounds yep. good yep so how, how many deer did you end up getting this year i only shot uh i only shot one one well and of course i'm going out this weekend but that's not on yeah, okay. right. yeah yeah okay but yeah I, I only shot one actually you know what we'll talk about that really quickly because you know talk it just uh, you know what no we'll save that because that that that's a that's another good that, that's another good story tips i you know again been deer hunting my entire life killed a bunch of deer in my time never had this happen to me and we'll uh we'll, we'll share it on the uh, on, on the next one but uh well you know what and jimmy just i'll tell you of course it was very similar to the first deer that i i shot with you eerily similar oh so frustrating (laughs) i don't know if you remember that well we'll talk off air no i do yeah yeah eerily some eerily uh, eerily similar i'm like are are you kidding (laughs) me dude but this one was this one was a lot worse so worse Okay. Yeah, worse. 
I'm not sure how it could be worse, but well, I'll 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 tell you. You know what? And I'm actually I'm not going to tell you. We'll save for the next one. How about that? Okay, yeah, save that for the next one. That's yeah, good one. We could do we could do uh, an episode on when things don't go according to plan. That's right. That's right. When the theater goes off at four (laughs) nineteen, not four o'clock. And I can tell my story of uh, of when I was guiding fanning and uh, <laughs> I, I, we'll save that one too yeah oh hey speaking of you know he came down that one that weekend you were there you know everybody's so freaking busy and the unicorn virus and everything else and you know he had shot that dough it was phenomenal great shot we had a great time well remember we we, we got it cleaned and the next morning was sunday everybody goes home right well, <laughs> remember that was like mid-november i'm in the black truck okay about to go out and i'm like that's interesting whose bag whose bag and gun is this that's been on the floor of the truck forever it's covered in dirt it's been stepped on i'm like dude he's like oh no is that me i'm like i don't know dude who else else arsenal backpack (laughs) he's like oh my god i'm like well what happens when you're 72 you know you just don't right. remember you, you forget things that's yeah yeah, yeah. oh man yeah. <laughs> guy all i can say is guy piece of work <laughs> uh-huh mm-hmm. yep uh, the, the, the under armor is ch- choking out the oxygen yeah the i was gonna say <laughs> under armor is like listen we're not gonna keep you know not gonna Sponsoring keep sponsoring you. you keep doing dumb things yeah. all right yep <laughs> oh, yeah that's funny Oh, all right. Well, you got anything else on this one? Man, that's it. We got lots to talk about this year. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a fun year. We're gonna do a lot of good stuff. So right. looking forward to it. Well, I, I will mention uh I did get to go hunting really one other time at uh the JD3 yeah. Yeah. In, uh, up there in Fisher and uh I saw some dough, but I was holding off for you know a possible trophy, which I never Absolutely. really care to go i mean i i like i mean it'd be cool to go for you know and get a good trophy but i don't mind shooting as, as as we've talked about you know oh yeah oh yeah any management deer and stuff and i could have shot yeah. a doe but i was like yeah, yeah you know uh, I, I have a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> well i have the three deer you know from bandito yeah. so i got meat yeah, yeah. i'm like uh maybe i'll just kind of hold off and you know, and if I wanted a deer, I was like, well, I should have shot one. But no, mm-hmm. it, it, it turned out that uh, it actually became, oh, it, right. it actually was fun because of the oh, yeah, hoodies that came through. Because I, you know, it's sitting there and I'm like, why are these do- these doors keep come in and they eat for a little bit, but then they just, you know, they're always like weary, you know, and I'm like, what is going yeah. on? And then, yeah, sure enough, you know, they run off and I'm like, well, son of a, you know, and I still have time in the blind. So I'm like, should I drive right. around or should I sit here? I was like, well, maybe a buck will come. Because a lot of times, doe will disappear and a buck comes in 20 minutes later or something. Yep. Like, yep. Yeah, I'll wait here. And I look up and I'm like, nope, that's why this huge coyote <laughs> comes running in, you know, yep. and he's like looking at me in the blind and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, ah. Of course, I'm looking at him, not moving my head, but I'm I'm actually doing the motion. Though. You know how you like reach for your gun and come yeah, right buddy. over to you as you're starting. Oh yeah, I put it up there. You know, boom! I nailed him. Great picture. I'm gonna put this on on the Do on, on the the podcast for that p- perfect bullet hole right through the head, like through the brain. Bullet hole, <laughs> bullet. Yeah, yeah. On that one guy, and then the same 
dang thing happened to me the next morning. Or that was in the evening. Then yeah. in the morning, the same thing happened to me. Doe come in. I'm like, well, you know, I got all day. I got nothing else to do. I'm out here by myself. So I'll just sit here, wait for a buck. And like an hour later, you know, and they kind of do the same thing. And I'm like, surely, you know, there's it's not a coyote again. And I'm sitting there about an hour later. <laughs> and sure enough, this coyote comes running through. I'm like, right. that's one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they're, they're everywhere out there. It's so, oh, God. Uh, so dang loud. <laughs> You know, we, you know what we need to do? Well, of course, God. Uh, if, we had the, if we had the bandwidth, we'd go out there and do a big predator oh. hunt. Oh, yes, that we did so take like fun. the night vision stuff and like the. the oh, heat, my. Oh, heat, my God. The heat seeking yeah. missiles and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. There, you know, oh, like, yeah. No, no doubt. But I mean, this guy, this guy was a little more uh, skeptical of me. And he was a bigger right. coyote than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, right as I started reaching for my gun, he started quartering away and like right. walking starting to starting to trot back in there and i pulled yep. it up really fast and i just i didn't really aim that much i just kind of aimed yeah. like put his body essentially on the yeah. crosshairs fur <clears throat> fur in the crosshairs <laughs> pull the trigger and yeah. i look up for my scope and then he's just laying there you know and i, yeah. Yeah. And I see like red you know and it's yeah. probably a 75 yard shot you know both shots oh. were my 30 out six. Oh, my and bad so I figured at that point, and I was like, okay, I'll go get lunch, drive into town and get lunch or something. So I immediately got down and walked over to him. And that was the other picture of, uh, let's see, that that was, a yeah, the picture where I essentially shot him through the ass and blew out yeah. the side, side of <laughs> his sides. So I was like, man, that, man that's the bullet, man. Do it. <laughs> well, at well, least I got I, I, two things that weekend no deer but oh yeah i mean literally you 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 did you did such a great thing i mean that's they boy they they're they are rampant places you know all right and so next what could you have done so for a less experienced hunter when that coyote's run away from you you pulled your gun he's on a trot i know i'm it was probably yeah. loping you know yeah, what what yeah. could you have done next time like if, if, oh, if you're a uh, if you're a new hunter what yeah. should you have done in that instance I could have either like yelled or said, Hey, yep. yell, or hey. So, yep. yeah, make them stop. Oh, I, if you say, Hey, they'll take one lope and they'll look right back at you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I have killed. I mean, they keep going back to Rockmore, but in Rockmore, I've killed more cows. I mean, they are on a, like 90 miles an hour. Like, yep, they're gone. Hey. And they <laughs> just hit the dirt. It's, it's, it's every time. Boom. <laughs> oh it's great i love it yeah, well, that one i decapitated bit... i decapitated yeah. one with the line eye a power line it was his first <laughs> animal he's ever seen shot and uh i i don't know what scared the line eye more me yelling hey when we've been so quiet or <laughs> you know the the recoil from my 308 separated right. his head yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he oh, was man. like, boy, that was intense. You know, I'll go have another Bud Light line. <laughs> Calm the nerves. Yeah. We, we love you, Illini. We, we love you, buddy. Yeah. We do need to do a uh, a predator hunt out there. Because I'm telling oh, you. I'd love to. At night, both okay. the night evening hunts that I had. and I was Oh, yeah. Because I waited till the bitter end. Even after yeah, sh yeah. shooting that first coyote. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I had some time. So I was like, maybe, you know. But yeah. the other kind of nights, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I stayed and it got yeah. really dark. Right. And you know how sure. dark it gets out sure. there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and like five minutes, 10 minutes before, you know, before it, this is after sundown, but like five minutes right before it's like pitch black, mm, that type right. of thing. 
I mean, these coyotes, they, I mean, they just, holy mm-hmm. Jesus. So it had to have been a hundred yeah. of them. And they oh, were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not far. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. And no, I, and I, I'm out there by myself, you know, like, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, time but, I mean, to, uh, I'm going to move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. But we could get out there and with some, some equipment and, oh, oh my God, <sighs> obliterate them. Oh, or, that would be. Even without that, before it gets too hot, you go. We could all sit in the blinds and uh, that's a very good take point. our predator calls. And I guarantee um, that very, <laughs> as a very, very interesting thought. All right, well, yeah. let's noodle on that. Maybe we can make something like that happen. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it'd be fun. All right, sir. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all I have. Yep. Ditto. E two. It two. All right. Well, uh, keep on uh, shoot the predators, I guess. You know now, and yes, the hogs. You yep. don't, if you're not yep. in uh, MLD land for the deer, yep. even if you yep. are shooting. Um, Absolutely. And then we're getting up to, uh, I guess, well, turkey season eventually. Yep, and we'll be here shortly. So we just let's hope we get some rain. That's what we all need. Whole state needs it. Let's, uh, well, except for maybe Houston, of course. But uh, you know, other than that, everybody <laughs> else needs rain. <laughs> there you go yeah all right folks well hope you enjoyed this one our little banter on this one and uh yep stick around for the next one we'll uh see you on the flip side take care thanks for listening to the feed bandit podcast if you like what we discuss on the show be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas tips tricks and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox sign up over at feedbandit.com or simply by texting the word bandit to 33777 see you on the next one and remember support your local feed store